0: You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums Podcast, the home of Scottish Football Banter.
1: Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Scottish Football Forums Podcast, uh, well it's season eight, episode six, uh, I'm John, I'm your host for tonight and I'm joined by my colleague John, how are you doing?
0: Yeah, good John, how are you?
1: Yeah, good. Uh, the wi fi is all updated as well, so yeah, was that's just, all good as well.
0: I was just going to say, it was a bit of a risk going straight into it tonight, but I had to confidence it would be good, um, but your Wi-Fi seems brilliant tonight, so good stuff.
1: Yeah. So, it's been a busy week. Uh, plenty of arching cops. Europe, may as well go straight into it. Mm-hmm. Only one out of three managed to go through.
0: Yeah, it was a bit of a disappointing week, um, but it all starts with with Celtic. They were always had a, a hard task, having drawn one all in the home leg and not taking the lead over to Athens, and then they had the whole Boyata issue, um, which overshadowed it. Uh, he said he was injured. Brendan Rodgers made it perfectly clear he was fit. Um, basically, hung the man out to dry, and then Celtic's Achilles heel, the the back four, did not deal very well with the two goals and got one. Later on to make a, a fight of it but um, weren't quite good enough overall and Athens maybe just about did enough
1: Yeah I caught about the second half um, I thought actually when take it back got the goal there was a wee bit of hope but in the end yeah just not good enough and it'll come down to again I think just didn't want to maybe elaborate on it too much but indirectly and I said about the fact that It was due to lack of signings. So, that'll continue because we've still got a couple of weeks, well, week and a half now to the window, closes. Still a lot of complaints about what's happening defensively. I know they try to play, I think, kind of wing-backs, but Forrest isn't a wing-back. So, yeah, maybe Masters have their own downfall with it.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've spoken about it tirelessly in this po- podcast, but that is the best of what is, on um, a- European level, um, quite an average bunch when you think about it. Um, Samunovic didn't do well with uh, the goal, Jack Hendry again, there's question marks as whether he can step up to that level, although he's yeah, still quite young. Um, you know, but then Lustig didn't give much cover for the first goal, you know, his job is to stop the cross and he doesn't do it. Um, I mean Tierney's obviously good but um he goes forward a lot and can't defend everything in Keen Tierney. Um the the biggest problem for them was you know Bayata's attitude because he didn't get the his move to fill him. And you no, know, the way it all acted was just downright disgraceful from him. Um but there's talk that he might still get back into the team for this week. Um because basically the two of them need each other. There's not many options for Bayata unless a team come in now and take him off Celtic's hands. Um, and Rodgers basically is a centre back, so I think they're trying to get a middle middle ground. But I can't see a way back for him, to be honest with you.
1: No, I think it makes Celtic, I think it would make Rodgers look very weak um, if it was to be accepted back. I don't think the fans would be happy. Um, so yeah, I think the, the the danger is from Celtic's point of view is if no one comes in for Bayata. Suppose they not back a nine million pound bid. If it goes to January. The be to get half of that for him. Yeah. I think they'll be doing yeah, especially well. Especially
0: if he's not played for six months. Yeah. I think they'll be doing well to get half that now, to be perfectly honest, um, given his attitude. Because, um, you know, not many top clubs are going to want to take him if, you know, his attitude is not, not to play in a Celtic's biggest game of the season to date and pr- probably will be their biggest game all season um, yeah. to get in that Champions League. I mean, I know they've got four old firm games this season but in terms of what the Champions League brings to them that was by far the biggest uh, test of the season and he chose to stay away from it very very poor very unprofessional
1: yeah I mean the the latest rumour well rumour is McKenna getting linked McKenna's obviously we don't want to see him leave Aberdeen as Aberdeen fans I don't think Celtic fans would be happy if it was McKenna that they signed I think they want someone with a bit more experience um so let's hope it's just speculation and he doesn't go.
0: Yeah, they've been like Jeffrey Bruma, um, the Dutchman. I think he's Dutch, isn't he, Jeffrey Bruma? Yeah. Um, so I mean, I don't know much about him, such as my knowledge of European football these days. But um, certainly, from our point of view, Aberdeen's is if they are interested in McKenna, they need to. Up the ante, um two million's not going to be enough for a guy that's got five years left in his deal broken into the Scotland squad. Um Aberdeen should play hardball over it and I'm sure they will.
1: Yeah. I now mean, we'll see what happens. There's been it's probably not been no bids or anything like that, so let just hope it stays that way.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, in terms of Celtic itself as well, maybe as well talk about the cup game as well from the weekend. Maybe <laughs> again not overly convincing. Um, obviously went ahead. That's got back into it again. Probably Jack Henry is going to get the blame. I think Jack Henry is becoming a bit of a scapegoat. To be fair, um, he's a young lad. He's been thrown in. He's probably not. Maybe not be playing if everyone was fit and available. I think it's easy to point the finger at him as opposed to maybe the rest of the team when it comes to these games. Yeah, won the game in the end anyway. Um, you mentioned about Lustig. He obviously never plays at the weekend. Gamboa, actually, I've seen him getting a fair bit of praise online, um, set up the last two goals as well. So whether maybe Gamboa might be a better option, whether they're playing a back four or a or wing-backs, because he certainly likes to get forward.
0: Mm-hmm. And it just shows you the options that I've got. It was a much-changed team. Um, and then they brought on Forrest, Dembele and McGregor. And, of course, Dembele gets one of the goals um, You know that turns to tie in its head uh, but at one point Thistle they were right back in it with that equaliser but it's, Celtic just knew how to turn up the gears and were just about too good but um, for Partick I thought um, they put in a, a decent enough shift they weren't totally humiliated so, um a lot of people thought they could be um, but for them it's just about take a bit of heart and carry that into the championship form and for Celtic it was just a case of getting the job done
1: yeah, I think positive for Celtic as well. Uh, young boy Johnson, 70 minutes under his belt. Yeah, Sinclair, again, sco- um, created the first goal. Looked lively, uh, did well to set up Griffiths. Griffiths does what he does best, scored, I think. Mean, pretty much he can gu- guarantee Griffiths will score if he's playing. And, yeah, probably Gumboa's performance again you look at the bench Christie again never featured Scott Allen never featured so you still expect they're probably going to be in the move Sunderland the latest club to be linked with Christy. Yeah, so it has to be a loan deal though
0: mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think um, Christie's going to go on loan to Sunderland um, well as you pointed out it has to be a loan because the um, permanent market's um, out for for England now um, but I'm quite surprised Scott Allen's still there at the moment I mean I'm but I'm pretty sure at some point he will get another move as well. I think he's going to a year of his contract left and it's just a matter of um, when it, that happens, whether it's now or whether it's in January, or even if he winds down the rest of his contract and goes as a free agent.
1: Yeah, I just think it's due to lack of numbers that he's still there just now. Because uh, oh. you you're looking maybe the centre and the midfield, the Celtic, whereby it used to be they had plenty of players. At the moment, really, they've only really got um, Brown and Incham. Because Beaton's still... Injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and obviously lost Armstrong, um and they yeah. didn't and they didn't get McGinn because they dithered So
1: McGregor but, can obviously play in there as well, but I think McGregor's more effective further forward.
0: I think Allen's the same though. I think he's more um effective when he's further I mean you see his performance at Hibs when he's playing in the hole behind the front two. Um I think that's where if you dropped him back into the centre park I think you're taking some mountain. Um I think Christopher Iyer can fill in there as well but obviously he's needed for centre-back because of the yep. op- um, problems that they've got just now. So yeah, It'll be interesting to see what they do between now and uh, next week because obviously a week and Sunday is the first Old Firm game of the season and they'll want to make an intent by bringing in a signing Um for them to put a signal to Rangers who are looking pretty good just now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean already that Celtic failed to um, complete one of our targets for the season in terms of getting into the Champions League. So they go into the Europa League. They still got to qualify for the group stage of that, though. So yeah, it would be
0: easy. I mean, you'd imagine they'd take care of Sadova but um, but if they have the wrong attitude, then they could come unstuck, as we've seen many, many, many times before, and we'll probably see many times in the future. Um, but hopefully, from a Celtic perspective, they don't um, they don't slip up this week, as we could do with. Both the representatives in that Europa League and try and get the coefficient back up. Is there has been some progress with Scottish teams this year. It's just a shame that Celtic have obviously dropped into the Champions out uh, of the Champions League now.
1: Yeah. Um one other bit of news was Ozani confirmed as a two year loan.
0: So, oh yeah, I forgot about that.
1: Whether he stays the <sighs> two years or not, I don't know, because obviously in I think joined initially on a 18 month loan it only lasted oh. six months, so Yeah.
0: I don't know much about him to be honest um, I think he's only just recently joined City um,
1: yeah, he only joined him I think a couple of days before but yeah. he's regarded as the, the best prospect since Harry Coole mm-hmm. in Australia in terms of attacking talent features a World Cup off the bench a few times so yeah he's very highly rated and if Man City have signed him then mm-hmm. there's got to be something about him yeah. possibly not a player though, that's going to go in immediately and impact things but mm-hmm. you don't know yeah uh, just need
0: to wait and see. But City also signed Cheedinqually and, and he wasn't great for Aberdeen so you can't take it too literally but I'd imagine that um the Boyers and he's got a bit more pedigree about him and um if they're sending up a team like Celtic to get exposure at highest level and um yeah if he does well from he goes back to City a better player just like Patrick Roberts did and I know he's away to um Girona so that killed yeah. off any hopes of you know a fourth stint at Celtic for him but um, I think they just need to move on from Patrick Roberts now it's not going to happen
1: Yeah, Kieran TNL need to find a new bromance
0: yeah. I'm sure he won't be short of the options there He was in
1: the crowd again on uh, Saturday with the Celtic fans mm-hmm. yes. He's done that a few times
0: Yeah I don't know if he's got a season ticket and gives it alone to his friends and whenever he knows he's not playing he just takes it for away games Um. But. Oh,
1: I'm, I'm pretty sure it doesn't struggle to get a ticket, to be fair. I, uh, I,
0: I think he's probably,
1: have... probably got enough floaty points.
0: Aye, possibly. <laughs> True.
1: about that one? But yeah, there, there's not really been much else speculation for Celtic in terms of how they might sing. But sometimes that's the best way, I think. Um, we spoke about it before with McKenna, I think. Quite often But Aberdeen have signed players. it has been ones that you yeah. you didn't know anything about. The media didn't know anything about. That's mm-hmm. probably the best way to conduct business. Because as soon yeah. as you start going the media and saying, over oh, after this player or that player, player values go up or other clubs become aware maybe that they're available. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it could well be a left field sign. We just don't know. Um, but Celtic will need to get someone soon because, all right, are got the Champions League and they can't do anything and that. But it's still going to be tough in the Europa League um, if they get in the group stages. There's some good teams in there. Um, and they found out to the cost them to play since Petersburg last year. Um, that there's no mugs in, in that level. You know, they're they're gonna have to invest in a, a decent um player or two if they're wanting to go far in the Europa League. Is um they will have to get that group stage and go beyond the last thirty two if they show any progress to last season.
1: Yeah, I mean you have got Seville who obviously what won it three year, three years in a row, they're in there. mm mm-hmm. You've got like uh, Red Bull Leipzig. I would think they'd be regarded as kinda of one of the favourites as well. Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, definitely some good clubs in there. Um Hibbs, uh, yeah, they they didn't manage to do the job. Struggled over in Norway. The boy Haaland, was back in and made an impact. Uh, a different one for Hibb.
0: Yeah, I think it was Experience. I mean, um a couple of years ago, obviously, were in the group stages of the European League and won Celt- The group that they they beat Celtic in. they actually managed to win that group and qualify. So they've got a little bit of European pedigree behind them. And that's probably what told in the end. Hibs missed some really good chances, especially with McLaren. Um, you know, which would have brought it back to two one, and it's possible game on. Um, instead, Mulder killed it off at the other end. So it's just a it's a harsh lesson for Hibs to learn and. No, they'll be hoping if they're back in next year that they'll be that wee bit smarter from it. Um, but it's it's not easy when you get to that third qualifying stage. I mean, we've found out four years in the trot cost. third cost. Yeah. And teams from those so-called lesser nations like Norway and Cyprus, etc., they've got teams that have done all right at that level. I mean, there's Limousel as well. They actually did all right yeah. in Europe last year, beat Everton, and people had slagged um, Aberdeen fans for losing them, and then they go and beat Everton, who'd like, 150 million. So... It just shows there's, there's no mugs at that level and, uh, you know, Hibs they were just caught out by a team that had, were a wee bit more streetwise in the night.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think well, the younger players will learn from it and then the players themselves, most of that squad, don't have much European experience. Um, so... Yeah. They have made a couple of signings. Um, another Australian, Mark Milligan. Yeah, he's
0: pretty good. In the...
1: Australia,
0: yeah, he's so... pretty good in the World Cup.
1: Could be a decent signing. Um, midfielder as well, so there's another option in there. Uh, and then Horgan, who made an instant impact in the Cup on Sunday. Has he got a winner?
0: Yeah, where did they get that boy Horgan from? Against Ross County. Preston? That's sure. Yeah. All right, that's the only um, highlights I've not managed to get hold of. <laughs> YouTube's uh, managed to have highlights at every other game, bar that one. Uh, I found highlights.
1: <laughs> I went. I ended up going down the route of um, club channels.
0: Yeah.
1: Or club YouTube channels. So I managed to find highlights of that game. has to be said, the Ross County one was probably the poorest quality out of the lot that I'd, mm-hmm. I'd managed to get. Um, but, yeah, Ross County gave Hibs a bit of a game. What at one point as if it was going to go to a replay, or even maybe worse for Hibs, mm-hmm. um, they could go out, but they got through in
0: the end. Yeah. That's all cup football's about, is getting through and it, it wouldn't have been easy if Hebbs coming back from Norway and straight a quite a tough cup tie. I mean, Ross County have got a decent pedigree in the, in the cups and um they obviously looked a bit straight back up and twice in front. Um but Hebbs did enough um to get over, to get through and I've seen the rest of quite a few players. Um, I've seen Hanlon wasn't playing, McLaren wasn't playing, um, Kimberry didn't even feature at all.
1: He's um, injured. Yeah. He's carrying a knock, so. Yeah,
0: didn't want to risk him. Um, but yeah, they still had a strong enough team, and yeah, it's always entertainment with Hibs
1: right now. Why, well, you're guaranteed goals pretty much all the time. Um, I think Ross County will be disappointed though about the two goals that he did lose in the last 20 minutes because Marlon. You know what he's like from long range. He wasn't closed down at all, given all the time to shoot, and then they won it as well. They never learned a lesson. I suppose mm-hmm. later on, maybe you're just trying to hold on for the the replay, but they're like Horgan, just mm-hmm. have time, space to shoot, and they were they were punished. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, again for Ross County. I mean, Habs are going to be judging how they do in cup competitions, and um, you know if they can get in the the top four again. But for Ross County. Cups are a bonus and it's all about the league for them um, getting themselves back up whether it's by the playoffs or um, winning the, the championship um, so yeah, they will have just been pleased like, um, with the way they, they ran Hibbs, and I'm lucky not to force extra time but it's just what happens
1: Yeah, I forgot as well Actually, Hibs have signed another player actually on loan uh, another player from Man City actually Aggie so right. a wide player, so that there's my other option out there as well. So they, they seem to have done well in terms of they've, whether they've identified these targets earlier before McGinn went, because it's mm-hmm. all been done quite quickly.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've certainly got lots of options going forward, and they're obviously saying that boy Hindman and Malin's proven that he's going to be a solid signing. And um, I think... Might see more than Martin Boyle through. Um, he's been playing a lot in the, the hole this season, but he can obviously play wide. So, yeah, they're definitely going to be a threat going forward. It's whether they can keep enough out the back. But it'll certainly be value for money watching Hibs this season, that's for sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then the third team, Rangers, they were obviously ahead going into the second leg. Uh, much as maybe Gerard said, they weren't going over there to defend and hold on. I think it was just a case of professional get the job done and yeah. they're through.
0: Yeah, for what from what I heard of the game they were quite comfortable um until the penalty decision and then McGregor stands stands firm and you know makes makes the save as the Maribor Post tries to go down the middle. Um is that could have been a nervous a couple of minutes in the extra time but at the injury time. Um, so I think it was only, what, one, two minutes into five minutes injury time, so that could have been um, squeaky bum time, but in the end, they saw it through quite comfortably and job very well done. And then, obviously, that third goal in the first leg was so crucial um, as it gave him that little bit of an extra kick to hang on And yeah, well done I'm getting through three rounds. Yeah, uh, by all accounts
1: as well, Greg, I think, just be McGregor had a couple of decent saves as well, so mm-hmm. I mean, just found a delight to have him back.
0: Yeah, he's he's such a big big player for them. I mean, I know he's obviously got on in the last uh, ten years, but um, he's still a terrific shot stopper. And, you know, it's the sort of keeper where in tight games he just pulls off a miraculous save that you know keeps his, um, gives his side a chance of a win. Um, just like Joe Lewis says for us, and um, like Craig Gordon is for Celtic. You know, you need these big goalkeepers to step up when needed. Um, but I mean Fordrim's a decent goalkeeper but it's not of the caliber of McGregor.
1: Yeah. Uh, it looks like maybe Faudrum was gonna get be the cupkeeper though, because he played on Sunday. Anyway, at on. Played well. Made a couple of decent saves. Yeah. So
0: Yeah, he played he played well, but it was all about Morelos, um often ready killed at times but um it's he knows who the back in the net is and he he gets himself in the Good positions. Um
1: Should have had four as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. I didn't see the one that was overlay all the other goals, but um, he showed great strength for the second goal, and the other two, he's in the right place at the right time for his his header for the first and the tap in um, at the back post for the third that killed off the time. And it looked as though Kelly could uh, make a late, late rally out it.
1: Yeah, I caught the second half. Um... And yeah, I think not just come on and get back in into t- 2-1, I didn't ever think Rangers are going to lose the game. They look pretty comfortable. Um, some nice play as well for the last goal in particular from Rangers. <coughs> Pardon me. And yeah, they looked just, that's the first I've seen them probably properly um, this season. So I never managed to see the, the game against Aberdeen because I was working. So yeah, pretty solid at the back. Goals and certainly looks like they're um, still I think that I always think that still there's issues with Tarwan here, um, going back the way, but going forward he's always influential. And our field, good signing. Um he played really well, probably t- dictated the midfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when Manelas keeps ahead, um you know what he can do, he can punish you. Perfect hat trick as well, right foot, left right foot header.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, disappointing from their point of view will be the fact Murphy's injured. Looks like it could be long term. Uh, so
0: yeah, they've still not revealed what's um, the extent of that injury, and it's just thrown up the whole plastic pitch, um, grass pitch debate. Um, you know, it's. it's I mean, I, I get why teams do it. Obviously, with the plastic pitches brings an in income, and um, when it comes to winter months, um, you know there's. No chance of a game getting called off because of waterlogged pitch because obviously that Astra is fine. It's only when it's excessive um, freezing weather, so like we had in February this year, um, when games get called off in AstroTurf Turf. But um, at the end of the day, grass pitches are much better. Um, although, in saying that with the, the injury side of things, um, there's just as much bigger chance of someone doing um, a knee, a like even an injury in a grass pitch as an AstroTurf Turf. Um, but yeah, know. it's too easy to blame the Ashes Ash, tough pitches Because Scott McKenna didn't do his hamstring, the Ashes the tough pitch, and neither did Christoph Beer, um, who's out for six months in uh, in Hearts last league game. So
1: yeah, certainly yeah. on Twitter on the back of it, there were certainly mixed um, mm-hmm. opinions from ex-players or current players about whether yeah. it's the pitch to blame or just it's one of those things.
0: So. Mhm. Yeah, but Rangers have still not been behind for a single minute since Steven Gerrard came in. That's pretty good going.
1: Yeah, I definitely. Um, touched on Tavani actually as well. It was actually he got a hat trick of assists.
0: Mhm. Oh, he's brilliant going forward. There's no question about that. But defensively, again, he was suspected at the weekend and. Um, I still say that teams need to have a, a proper go at him um, and he can be very vulnerable. Um, we've spoken about that from an Aberdeen perspective before and I'm sure um, you know, other teams will start looking to do that but stopping him going forward because going forward is good um, and there is enough protection from the whole midfield positions to cover if need be. Um, but, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, the, the actual game they almost had a, a buy at like at one point because it was talked that UEFA or UFA UFA uh were not going to get granted visas but mm-hmm. thankfully the Russian government pushed them through so Yeah, you just knew
0: that, that would um, come about that they would get through. Um you know they always find a way. Um, well,
1: there was a situation supposedly recently with the uh, European championships whereby a cyclist never managed to get a visa in time. Uh, but yeah. It would have been embarrassing for Russian football if they hadn't mm. got the visas. Exactly. Quite yeah. a new thing that this is their first campaign in Europe. Yeah, it's not a team, uh, I The no only thing I really know about them, the, boy, the boy's in Chenko that's at Man City. He came from there.
0: Alright. Didn't know that. Um, I don't know anything about them other than they beat Progress Niederkorn. Um What was it? Fourth 3 aggregate getting named? Yeah, um, and that shows how much progress of, um, pardon upon progress since they beat Rangers as well, um, that they have managed to get through a couple of rounds of Europe and running a Russian team close. So, but um,
1: when yeah, you it's... look at the Russian league just now, they are eleventh in the league, mm-hmm. so they're having a great season, and they lost Arena at the weekend to Dynamo in Moscow. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like Rangers have maybe been quite fortunate with the draw that they've got. Yeah.
0: They've still got to go and do it, and I'm sure Stephen Gerrard will be drumming these players um, before the game. Is it Ibrox first again, isn't it?
1: It is, yeah. Yeah, so they'll um, be looking sure.
0: to get a league taken over again, like they did in the last round.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the, one thing though, in terms of the like oh, thing, only four games in, because I think they've changed their calendar to be more in line with the rest of European football. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, you expect Rangers will go through then, do you think?
0: I'm guessing so. I mean, I don't know much about this opposition, but I think the way Rangers are playing just now, um, you know, defensively look very solid and Morelos is um, hitting a bit of form. So, yeah, I think they'll, they'll do just enough. It might not be pretty over the two games, but I think they'll, they'll do enough over the two of them. And then we'll have the old firm um, on Thursday nights
1: yeah so we'll see Um, might leave Aberdeen actually to later we need to mention just in terms of we're talking about Rangers obviously it was their last season the Kenny Miller experiment at Livingston to play a manager certainly didn't last very long
0: No, um, but well done Tony, one of our podcast team, for predicting that he would be the first one to go. Didn't expect it after seven games. But it's a very, very weird situation, because when you look at his record in the League Cup group sections it was um, 1-3, Drew 1. In the league games he's taken one point from two games, And given the fact one of those games was against Celtic. um, So he took a point in the game they expected to. And only went one down one out at the weekend, so I don't get why Livingston all of a sudden uh, it depends what rumours are, t- are to be believed, if their statement's anything to go by that um, Miller was asked to to be just a manager, not a player manager then why are they only giving them seven games why are they changed their mind after seven games especially when they've been doing okay it's a weird weird situation that one.
1: Yeah I mean there's been various um, rumours where they'll take on with the, the coaching staff because obviously he wasn't allowed to bring in his own coaching staff with talk where there was maybe some kind of power struggle with the assistant uh, talk as well Limiton asked him to relinquish his playing duties mm-hmm. to just concentrate on the management side of things so don't know but uh, David Hopkins been, been uh, announced his favourite to the mm-hmm. oh, don't know whether that will happen or not
0: No I don't see David Hopkins going back but it just shows it's probably starting to open up as to why um, he didn't he chose to leave without a club job to go to. Then we would rather, why'd rather be unemployed? Because it's obvious that having got up to the top flight, he wasn't going to be in control. Um, he wasn't going to get get the control that he wanted. Apparently, Martindale is um, a director at Livingston as well. Um, so that probably explains why um, he's got to be part of the coaching team. He might well be a good assistant. When we don't know. But it's it's just a weird situation that Livingston, for the last X number of years, have always been a club that in, in turmoil. You know, you think of the two spells head administration, um, you had owners like Piers Flynn, who was um, going through managers like Confetti. They've been down the leagues. Um, They've nearly went administration again. It's you know they just don't believe in financial stability. <laughs>
1: Yeah, in terms of the actual game itself, they were involved in it. I never
0: actually managed to catch Livingston. Mm-hmm. I saw the goal. Um, Johnson took it quite well, um, cut back um, to him, and he finished it nicely. And, yeah, he'll take off and because he was unlucky not to score at um, Easter Road a few weeks back. Uh, should have had a hat trick, um, but that might kick him on. Um, yeah, he's a lively
1: when he's come on, anyway, uh, prior to that game. Mm-hmm. so potential maybe a, a partnership in the making with having Maine. because Maine's actually not done anything really so far last season though he mm-hmm. had a good obviously second half, well since he signed for Malloway was good the second half last season
0: mm-hmm. Yeah he's not started the season in the same form that he was in when he first came up here um, last season But um, yeah it might give him a, a little bit of a, a confidence boost Um you know, because they've obviously lost the first two league games and they've got a, the small matter of Rangers this weekend, so good timing that result.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to remember whether. Yeah, Aldred had signed, I think, when we. Yeah. Again, when we did the podcast last week, so they've got him back. So i will certainly help at the back. I still think they're maybe short of a centre. hmm. Yeah. start
0: before the window closes. He played at the weekend, Aldred. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he did. Mm -hmm. But again, looks like McHugh's having to step in at centre back.
0: Yeah, I think he's playing as a sweeper just now with Hartley. And there as well. Um,
1: They'll just be pleased to get a win, though, Motherwell.
0: That's
1: the start to the season that they've.
0: Aye, definitely. But um, another strange one with Kenny Miller is that he's been linked immediately with a move to St Mirren. Yes. And the two play this weekend, um, the two New York yeah. teams. So that would be something if Kenny Miller turned up in the, the black and white and then, um, you know, ripped the heart out of the lines.
1: Well, that links us in nicely with St because obviously they played Aberdeen. Uh, I was at the game mm-hmm. and they were, they, they were like really poor. Um, I, I don't know what their tactics were or, or because they offered very, very little. They, ha- I think Lois had one save to make. Um, there was a header from close range as well. They went over the bar from St Mirren. Aside from that, nothing. It wasn't even as if they couldn't get near us, to be fair, to, to, to get near Aberdeen. Um, we were just too good. I went up in Expectation hoping going to see Wilson's debut, and then found out he had a knock, so wasn't going to feature. So I then think thinking oh that's a bit disappointing. But what a performance. We were terrific. Um mm-hmm. as bad as the minimum we were we really, really good. Yeah. We had the struggles as well with before kickoff McGinn had to pull out. Frank Ross came in. Um that seen people mooring because we we're saying, well why was we saying forest how how far down the peck and order is he? But it was good to see Ross come in um and do well. And yeah just loads of positives. Um yeah. Devlin uh, we, uh, we were actually in terms of seats we were actually in the front row which is a bit unusual but it was quite nice in terms of getting a different view of the game and hearing the communication on the pitch hmm. Devlin's just a total leader um, talking through the game like, talking to our, our players Shinny was constantly talking to Frank Cross in terms of what to do and how to come back and cover for him and different things like that as well Considine bit of a talker as well um, hmm. the new signing Gleason. Really tidy player, good in possession. One of our tactics seemed to be kind of crossfield balls with Gleason or Ferguson hitting them, which was working a lot of time getting Mackay Stephen a lot of joy. Um, Lewis Ferguson, what a player! He or he's got everything. That's the first I've had a mm-hmm. real proper look at him live. I've seen him in, seen games on TV or, or that or, um, but yeah, he was really good because I don't really remember him standing out for Hamilton last season when I seen him. Mm-hmm. Um, no, generally, you're concentrating on the known team, but yeah, he's a boy of 18. He's got everything. We can say that now as well because the tribunal's been set um, and yeah. <laughs> came in our favour um, by all accounts as opposed to what we were looking for. But I think that was always going to be the case. But yeah, um, he, gets, he gets in there, he's really good at supporting the front players, he can pass a ball. Just yeah, top talent. I, I don't. When you, you look at him and play and you think how lucky we've been to get him. You, that no yeah. one else maybe were in for him. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, he's got a massive future. Um, he's been called up for under-21s today as well, along with Scott Wright. Mm-hmm. Scott Wright was terrific as well. Um, I think a lot of people in the team thought we were trying to figure out right where he would to play. Played as a number 10, which he's done a wee bit in pre-season. And it worked really well. It was like... Um, Flashbacks to Peter Pollard when he started playing the number 10 role, he was getting the ball, turning either way, right or left, he was going wide, he was just really, really good. Best I've seen him play probably apart part of many games with played against Partick Thistle. Um, terrific from Scott Wright. Frank Ross, the game was good, he was struggling a wee bit though for fitness because about 25 minutes in he was like asking the assistant how long there was to go in the first half. Um. But yeah, he's not had a a full pre-season struggling with injury. And Stephen May, you you can feel the crowd willing him to do well. Um, And again, he was good. I think he was helped by the fact he had so much movement alongside him with the likes of Ross and Wright and Mackay Stephen, who I've not even mentioned yet, but Mackay Stephen was just unplayable. Um, A player that's playing full of confidence, smiling his face, scoring goals, which obviously helps as well, but... Yeah, really good player. Um, obviously, Shinny and Mackay Stephen are both out of contract end of the season, so it's imperative that they two get signed up.
0: Yeah, I think uh, we've made Shinny um, where the, the I know, be one of the highest players, the highest paid players in the club, so hopefully that gets tied down soon. It'll need happen soon, otherwise we'll lose him at the end of the season. Mackay um, Stephen, I think, probably will sign, given the fact he has now back in form and he'll recognise what Aberdeen have done for him after um, quite a few things not just his, his form at sitting and in then um, the River Clyde last year uh, or River Kelman should I, say. Kel Which, I yeah. t- to be fair you know he um, you know he, he tweets about it now and then and his playlist had things like cry me a river and river um, and things like that so um, yeah it's good to see him playing with his face getting a couple of goals um, another well taken penalty Um yeah, you've probably, the, the ones that impressed me were the younger ones. I saw the highlights on the uh, Red T V, um and the three youngsters, Wright, Ross and um, Ferguson were pretty impressed. It was very good to see um, you know, freshness come in the team and do well. Yeah, people can say it's only St. man, but if they play well against a team like St. Murray, they might they'll build in confidence, they'll be ready for the next game. And what it does is it gives McInnes a selection problem for the weekend against Hibs, it's going to be a very tough game.
1: Yeah, and got, you want that? You want that headache? <laughs> yeah, we were discussing that after the game, certainly in terms of what it means for that game. Um, I would imagine that, that there might be a couple that would drop out. I would expect that Ball won't play at right back. I think Logan will come back into the team. Yeah, um, don't know whether he'll choose to then put maybe put Ball in midfield. And he, he might be tempted to shift Scott Wright out wide if Scott Wright starts and be a bit more maybe solid in midfield. I don't know. But I just know in terms of bigger games, that's something that we've we tended to do is maybe be a bit more solid in midfield. Because mm-hmm. um, Schinney will probably, I would imagine, stick playing left-back. That that was another thing, though. Yeah. Um, having the option of playing Schinney at left-back again gives you so many different options as well. He could have had a hat trick like, mm-hmm. he was so good going forward. He was always playing like a, a left winger. Um, mm-hmm. So much as, yeah, we've had the unfortunate situation where we're kind of getting injured, it's allowing other players to prosper. And potentially, um, if Clayton and Ferguson keep on playing together the way they did on Saturday, it might be that we don't need to then play Shanae in midfield. Mm-hmm. Who knows? we we'll need to wait and see in terms of playing our teams because it's
0: only one game. But. Yeah, and you've still got the boy Dean Campbell um, you know, to come into the first team at some point. You know, He's knocking on the door now. He's in the first team squad more. So, we've set, we're certainly not short sure of options in the centre of the park. I mean, it was always going to be a case that we play slightly different way when you lose a player like Kenny McLean. But hopefully, as you mentioned, someone like Ferguson come in. He's just getting better and better every game. I didn't realise, like yourself, how good he was until probably that game at the weekend. Um but he's got a lot of determination, he's strong, um, he's a good passer, has got a lot of energy. Um, yeah, we, we'll we get money for him um, at some point. No, he's, he's here for four oh, years minimum, um, or well, that's his contract anyway. I would imagine in two or three years that uh, teams in England uh, and maybe one of the old firm will try and take him off our hands. And we just got to make sure when that comes... That we negotiate properly, perhaps managed to do with John McGinn.
1: Yeah, I. us hope we get to keep him for a while. But yeah, I mean, he's he's, he's one of your old-fashioned box the boxman fielders. It? It, mm. it it seems as if there's nothing he can't do, and I know that that place seems daft when you were like he's only played a few games with us. But mm-hmm. oh yeah, really really impressed by him. Um, and it was it was good to see us playing such forward football as well. I think it held as well as I say. Me, I had the support of. A couple of players around him as well, which helped, um, and then the fact that Shinney was getting so far forward as well, it just gives you so many different options we, in terms of attacking. We were predictable, we were very varied in our play, which helped as well. Because I know, and we touched on it last week, that it was a case of maybe all our tactics were getting the ball wide and then getting into the box. But Scott Wright playing in that number 10 will just stop, gave us so much um, attacking threat.
0: Yeah, it's obviously a big season for him, and he knows it. Um, but you know, hopefully that'll kick-start his confidence because um, you know it was a good performance by him. He's at a contract at the end of the season. He's basically got a chance to earn a new deal, um, and hopefully, hopefully he does. If he keeps performing the way he does in bigger games, then he certainly will. Yeah,
1: and McInnes just full of praise for the younger players as well. As well, he was full of praise for Flying Raw, saying he's been one of the best players in training. Um, mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks so Yeah. Yeah. Well he did all yeah. right
0: at Morton last season as well, so he's yeah. come back a better player too.
1: Well I think that's definitely helped him just that bit of first team um action it's definitely helped him I see him in the youth cup final um and you can see he was he was a fair bit ahead. I think quite a lot of the players on the pitch. Yeah. Um because of that. So I mean if they are if they're coming through and they're managing to take a chance when they come in it gives depth to the squad, mm-hmm. um, which is great.
0: Yeah, and Bruce Anderson scored in the the cup last week against um, Raith Rovers under twenty. Um, the, sorry for the Aberdeen Colts, but unfortunately lost that game. And then he scored against Ross County in the reserve league, so he's yep. he's still in form. So. If um, we may get may needed that goal for his own confidence, especially with Wilson signing. So actually get three really good, op- potentially good options, pro- providing Anderson keeps up his form, May discovers his and Wilson shows that he can bring to the table.
1: Yeah, um, and Scott Ray like, was very um, good in terms that he could have probably got himself for the goal, but he did. Try yeah. to square it for me. Yeah. Um, and um, we we showed have intentation of kick off because that's where we could have scored after 6 seconds.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Can't complain. Um I know that one of our supporters probably will say oh it should have been five, not good enough. <laughs> oh, Aye.
1: So. Well actually after the game I generally you always have a look and see what folk are saying and the, 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 yeah, we couldn't really see any complaints. Um Forrester came on um uh, in the second half. He, <sighs> hard to kinda of really say. He, he looked kinda of much looked possibly much the same as Gleakon They're tied in the ball, but kinda of maybe Playing a wee bit further forward, so mm-hmm. he's going to certainly have to earn a place in the team at the moment. Oh, uh, yeah. and came off the bench as well, that's another youngster. So he got a chance to come on as well. So yeah.
0: yeah. It'll be interesting to see if we do any more business soon now next week. Um, I th- although we've got post come back, we've still got Holman to come back. McGinn's also got to come back in the squad as well. McKenna eventually, um, providing he doesn't go. so yeah, I don't know if there'll be much more. We might bring in one more, but it doesn't seem as though with that performance, um, that there's as big a need as there maybe once was. I mean, I know there's a debate as to whether we should go for Kist again, but he's he's likely to go back to Sunderland, and his mind wasn't on it last two three months of the season last year. Um, I think his mind was too much and come back to Celtic, not wanting to get injured.
1: Um,
0: yeah. Plus, I'd rather see how Ross and uh, Wright develop first of all, and I think there's enough about that they can make us forget about going back for Ancrista again
1: Aye, I would, I would expect mate, that we've still got one more player coming. in uh, but yeah, we'll see what happens Aye So, I think well, not, um, Tony Watt that's in Johnson
0: Yeah, he started very well um, I mean, we've, we've spoken about it all, a lot that his problem has just been his own um, his own ego, but maybe St Johnson's the right kind of club to you know, give him the kick up the backside that he desperately needs, and to be fair to him, he started the season in terrific form um, nice, because ha- that was a tough game for him at the weekend, and he had a hand in all four goals, obviously scored to himself, um, two very well taken, one he profits from bad bad goalkeeping, but then he's there to shut down the keeper, and the other one's a nice we assist for the second goal um, which puts St Johnson in the driving seat so, yeah, very good win for them. Because that was a tough game.
1: Yeah, he's playing as long striker as well,
0: so. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: as well, I that... think that was something that a lot of folk didn't think he could maybe play as there. That's all
0: but... hmm. Yeah, right, he's doing very well. He's got a lot of... I think he must have built up a good bit because he looks strong. Um, looks stronger than he has done for a while. But, um, yeah, good luck to him. I mean, I know that... Well, criticised him before for his attitude and I certainly have um, but if you're going back to what he, he can be then it's good to then he's definitely an asset for St Johnson. Um only one yeah, year Definitely. Mm-hmm. so let's make a break from him and let's, let's go take advantage of it
1: and then the one that we said would probably be the game that would be a shock but yeah it was a shock a comfortable win for there. Yeah. Um, Dundee had a few chances but nothing great. Um, a lot of it was kind of from long range and it was the same old problems with Dundee defensively. Um, just lack of concentration. I mean the opener for there was just a kind of simple ball over the top. No one wins it. And then Shanklin gets in behind two strikers and hits a lovely one and a half volley. Um, mm-hmm and then the second goal is just all about Shanklin's move good build up play though as well for the mayor mm-hmm. but yeah boys obviously full of confidence double figures already for the season
0: yeah yeah he's, he's um, sparkling for him just now but uh, yeah Dundee's problems go from bad to worse and they want not the help by going down to 10-1-0 Musa no, um, for two daft challenges and in between times he could have had a second yellow card so much so that Neil McCann screamed at him yes. um, but yep um, it didn't work, uh, Moussa didn't listen um, McCann then gets into his usual post-match rants which is finally being picked up by Elements of Media because I noticed the BBC commented on it uh, last night on Sports Sound uh, took them long enough to criticise him for his uh, constant match outbursts but, um, but no, on the other side, the a brilliant win I had a feeling that they'd win, I didn't think they'd win 3-0 mind you um, and the ironic thing is Dundee were like with Shanklin putting, I think it was a fifty grand bet. it was turned down and he just went to hunt them.
1: Yeah, um, I noticed it was on the bench as well for Dundee. Um.
0: That's a strange one, that. Surely he'd play.
1: I think he's, I don't know, I think there's been talk whether there's still maybe clubs that might be interested in him, so... Because the other boy in defence, got he then gets sent off later on as well for a daft challenge at 3-0 down.
0: Yeah, that was just boring shit frustration, that. Um, but yeah, I've tipped on D for the bottom two and um, they're not showing any signs that they're going to improve anytime soon. I mean, that'll certainly dent their confidence big time. Yeah. Um, and then Hearts get a good win um, Nice finish by Ola Lee. It was not eye.
1: It's one of those goal one of those shots where they hit it across the face of goal so that the keeper does get a touch, someone's gonna to maybe follow it up on the rebound, so yeah, good effort. I watched the highlights of that game on Dunfermline TV, so it's hard to say whether um it was biased or not, but looking at the game I think Dunfermline probably deserves maybe to even win that game. Mm-hmm. They had plenty of chances. But it could just be it was, uh, it was on, it fell on TV so maybe maybe never shown as many Hearts
0: chances. Yeah. It could well be. I mean, I didn't... I only saw the goal, um, but it was always going to be a difficult game for Hearts and it was just about getting through. Um, and they got a tie against little Chance for revenge for the Scottish Cup last season. Yeah. And I Hearts would
1: be favourite certainly going to that one.
0: Yeah.
1: Nope. midweek as well, that round yeah it's back to midweek
0: um, it's only because of the European ties that games on the weekend there um, yeah so Hibs and Aberdeen tie the rounds up first on the Tuesday i um, have picked that um, then the Wednesday's Hearts and Motherwell and Rangers and the United and then it's St John's and Celtic which I think's on the Thursday but I might be wrong but it's definitely been picked up in BT it's either the Wednesday or the Thursday anyway
1: Aye, uh, they did that a few times last year, where they had it spread over three games,
0: didn't yeah. they? Aye, that's that's because um, BT in the last couple of years have I've just had one pick in the the last sixteen ties, ta- last sixteen ties, and used the the other three for the quarterfinals. But this year they used two last sixteen ties for both old firm games. Um, and this year this year they've also only get two quarterfinals to pick from, but they've made the right picks. So they were always going to pick one of the old firm. They had to pick the one that was away from home. Um, and because Hebs Aberdeen's just too much a standout.
1: I was the game in Saturday before that against up, so yeah,
0: should
1: be a tasty one. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, but other news: if you look across the leagues, Coolabahley. That was a comanic scene for party as
0: Yeah, that's potentially a terrific sign if they can get a match fit quick enough. Yeah, because um, he was obviously good enough at Kelly. Yeah. Uh, Score all those goals and then get a what was it seven hundred and fifty grand move to the Egyptian team. So if if Thistle can get him fit and banging the goals, then it's a terrific bit of business and would be could be the difference to them going up and staying in
1: the championship. Yes. Oh, uh, well, that was one thing I did forget to mention when watching the Rangers game on Sunday the second half. I just like, my wife was like, "Oh, I should just get him off the pitch. He's like a mummy on the pitch." talking about cartage
0: because <laughs> he was that much wrapped, was that wrapped up oh for goodness sake <laughs> uh, in terms of the goal of the weekend um, just when you talk about the little leagues did you see the the guy from Montrose? yes um, Paul Watson yeah it was, me that, it. Yeah, it was right. me that shared it aye and what a hit that was aye
1: That was
0: yeah uh, terrific one for them the other thing I noticed in the lower leagues was uh, an Athletic's ticket. Spot, um, I
1: just it
0: in it. Yeah, how many um, spell mistakes and grammar mistakes did you see in that?
1: To be fair though, it is over. It looks like the game Maybe maybe a ticket for like 12 years. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. So. Well, it had um, the 2017-19 season. The game was Saturday 18th August 2008. Um, it was either £3 for concessions and £62 for adult.
1: And it was uh, Libdrox. Libdrox, yeah. And it was Complementigi. Yeah. <laughs> and Queese Park.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Um, Conditionette, so, fine. It was uh, a belter.
0: Yeah. Better player, Completagi's to them. <laughs>
1: um, the big one at the weekend was probably the big game, Peterhead and Clyde. Peterhead managed to to win that one yeah went top of the table on goal difference
0: mm-hmm. yeah you'd imagine it's going to be 2-0-2 all season and be ahead of the love of the first blow so um, but yeah Sterling and yeah. Albion I've noticed haven't started too well um, their third league defeat of the season and they in the playoffs last year yeah
1: um, Albion Rovers as well they one winless mm-hmm. 2 as well yeah Still it is. I mentioned earlier uh, about Ferguson and Wright getting called up for the Scotland under 21 squad. Billy Gilmore's in there as well. That's yeah. obviously a good tournament. Uh-huh. So, 17 years old. Bright future it seems.
0: Yeah, was he not voted the prospect of the, the tournament? He was, no. yeah. Yeah. As long as he keeps his, his feet in the ground and keeps progressing. I just hope that he's not going to be one of these players at like Chelsea that's loaned out to like 12 different clubs over four seasons um, and I hope he you know, develops properly and you know, just gets a moving in and gets into Chelsea first team who knows what his potential is um, but from a Scotland point of view yeah ho- hopefully he'll do well and get into the Scotland squad at some point But so,
1: yeah there's a fair bit of experience in the under-21 squad when you look at it um, You've got the likes of Porteous getting games at Hibs just now, mm-hmm. Souter that's over 100 games, um, t- Greg Taylor at Gilmarnock, plenty of games under his belt, mm-hmm. um, Carden and Campbell at Motherwell, yeah. McCrory at Rangers who's in and out of the team just now. Mikey Johnson. Yeah, he's getting a bit of action, Stevie Marlin as well, mm-hmm. and then you've got Oliver Burke who seems to be around for ages now. He's still in. Kicking about the under twenty one squad, Ollie Shaw was getting games for Hibs, and then I said Scott Wright, who impressed at weekend, and then the boy Hornby at Everton, who, mm-hmm. suppose, a decent prospect as well. So, plenty of players in that squad that's getting first team action for their clubs, which is good. Yeah,
0: that's yeah, very good. Yeah, hopefully the under the
1: squad on Monday.
0: Yeah, the
1: full squad. So.
0: that will be interesting to see if he brings some of the older guard um, back in that were perhaps left out of the friendly so we can give uh, younger guys a game so it'll be real interesting to see um, if the likes of Barry Bannon and all those kind of people get in I've
1: seen Mick talking about and um, which yeah. I think he's one of these I would just say Look, thanks for your efforts but time to move on but
0: Problem is we don't have a lot of strikers, I mean, other than Griffiths. There's not really a lot. I mean, McBurney didn't look great um in the internationals. Um Cummins is now playing at Peterborough, the uh, English League one. Um after that we're really, really struggling. Um, I think
1: McBurney could be worth PLC anywhere though, but you um, see what happens.
0: Yeah. I don't even know if he's getting the regular game for Swansea. I know he's sending you oh, he said in your contract this summer. He but...
1: Certainly, start the season as the, the first choice striker, um, and then Barry Akai's been playing. It's one day as well. Uh.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, Mind you, I don't know whether he scored. At McBurney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we've been talking Leeds,
0: about it. that. He's actually scored twice tonight against Leeds. So this <laughs> So, so I've
1: just seen that we're playing Leeds and then we're
0: going to check that out. So, oh well. Yeah. well, maybe I'll boost his confidence and improve myself. Oh, and uh, Jay Fulton, I've noticed he started start of the season quite well. Steve Fulton's boy.
1: Yeah. I know there's plenty of that. Scottish Prison Championship in England anyway. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Anything else you want to cover? You can think of? that you've spotted
0: I can't think of anything Um, yeah I mean we could maybe touch quickly in the the league games well we touched in the Hibs Aberdeen one on, at Hearts could be quite an interesting affair Um, both teams unbeaten this season will Hearts keep the 100% record going Um, St Johnson Dundee that'll be interesting to see what kind of welcome Neil McCann gets from Tommy Wright um whether Tommy Wright will be more dignified.
1: Yeah, you touched on St. Miller and Livingston obviously as well because of the whole Kenny Miller situation. Yeah. And then on Sunday Motherwell host Rangers and Celtic host Hamilton
0: Yeah. Yeah, both Lanarkshire teams will to be home that Celtic and Rangers are completely fatigued, but yeah, um, we'll see. I think you'd imagine the old firm will be too strong for their respective opponents, but who knows?
1: Some interesting encounters in the Championship as well. You've got Aaron Dunfermline who are both doing well, Greenock Morton and Ross County, and then you've got Dundee United and Tassel who are both working to do better than what they're doing so far.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, Aaron Dunfermline I think could be a possible good game. Um, No, One team who's punched above their weight a bit and one team who's got eyes in promotion. So, yeah, further down the leagues. Breaking the button could be quite interesting. Um, two yeah. teams had come down, to go straight back up.
1: Um, Clyde Edinburgh City, yeah, Edinburgh City have actually started all
0: right. Mm-hmm. Now you've got a top and bottom encounter between Stone and Peterhead as well. So Iron are a busy weekend anyway, because you've
1: got I think there's was more Iron Brew up to I think
0: that was just it's just that one because that was postponed last week That's looks like it's got an extra time um, but the the next round of the Ironbrook Cup games are on the weekend of the international football fixtures, also the um, weekend of um, the Aberdeen versus Celtic charity football match for Beats and Cancer Charity um, which people can buy for £5 adult £1 child and hopefully we'll have more um, Former footballers confirmed, but
1: we'll just need to wait and see. Yeah, so Barry Smith's going to still be alright? At
0: the moment, yeah. So, yes. He's not confirmed otherwise yet, So, um, but so far he's still the only one. Um, I'm still waiting to hear from um, Jackie Jackanowski's uh, next door neighbour, but I don't think that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll wait and see. But it'll be a good day.
1: Aye, definitely. Cheers, John. All
0: right. Cheers, John. Thanks. Bye. bye.